Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Jasna Borza. Hello, my beautiful people. I wanted to talk to you about something that I've been writing during the pandemic and something that really um, brought so much peace to my personal life. And um, it's titled, Why Should We Not Be Afraid? So I hope that in so much fear that's in the world right now, that is going to bring you some peace. Throughout centuries, men and women have fought one big life battle how to maintain inner peace in the midst of discord, hardship, and unrest. And it's been the challenge of our lives. Fear is so real when we feel it. It paralyzes us, throws adult men and women into a tailspin of anxiety, irrational thought and action, and as a result perpetuates the very thing we do not want. Charles Dickens, in his tale of two cities, said, It was the best of times, It was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. And it was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. And it was the winter of despair. This dichotomy existed since the beginning of mankind, ever since we knew comfort and pain and seek the first while avoiding the latter. So what is fear? Official definition is this, an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or threat. So fear is anticipating negative and painful outcome and assuming that the worst is to come. Dr. Wayne Dyer said fear is false evidence appearing real. And goodness, there's so much truth in that, especially today. So then we have to ask ourselves, are we afraid because something is really and truly dangerous? Or are we afraid because we believe something to be dangerous? And what is that belief based on? Is it true? Have we ever stopped to ask ourselves if this perceived danger is true? Today is, by all measures, the best of times. And while social media perpetuates that it may be the worst of times, I strongly disagree and I will explain why. Yes, I'm fully aware that there are so many things wrong in this world. And with this pandemic, we, you know, but should we lift our gaze and look out at the beauty and the good in this world? We will realize we truly live in the best of times, that this world is the most beautiful and enchanting place to be. Then, it becomes a matter of our perception and what we choose to see. While we have gotten so much more comfortable and pain-free, we haven't thought our brains and minds how to accomplish one thing more worthwhile than all the rest, and that's to live peacefully inside. How do we live a life being a curator of our own experience, of our own life? You are a curator of your experience, of your own life. And that includes perceiving things that will give us a vision of a more beautiful world. I'm not suggesting we put our 
head in the sand and sing Kumbaya, or maybe a little bit, <laughs> but to offer a vision that this indeed may be the best of times, should we choose to entertain that option. You and I are both living in this world, and you may feel anxiety and the impending loom, and I do not. Are we not seeing the same things? Are we not living in the same world? And the answer is yes and no. Logically speaking, we live in the same world, but how we see things is radically different. Nothing has meaning except the meaning we give it, so we then choose to give the meaning to something we see. Could fear then be a choice? I think so. I know so. It's not a popular answer, and I urge you not to take a step back. I urge you to push the discomfort of listening to this and hear me out some more. We do not see things as they are. We see them as we are. Let me say that again. We do not see things as they are. We see them as we are. Seneca said, a man who suffers before it's necessary suffers more than it is necessary. You may be shaking your head and you may be already calling me delusional, but you may also know deep inside that I'm speaking the truth. Give me the time and I hope to convince you that you can see and experience this world in a completely different world and live a life of inner peace and hope. Because, in the end, it is always a matter of perspective. Energy flows where attention goes. Even Viktor Frankl, a Holocaust survivor and an author of the book Man's Search for Meaning, I highly, highly recommend everyone reads this book, writes, Between stimulus and response, there's a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lives our growth and our freedom. The problem is that due to social media and being constantly plugged in, we don't have the space to choose our response. There's no time for rational, peaceful thought because before we get to it, we're fed another piece of negative information to further grow anxiety. We don't notice that we have been hypnotized. We forget that human mind naturally gravitates towards sensationalism, and then the more we gravitate towards it, the more we see it, and the more it becomes a reality, our reality. I invite you to break those chains and join me on a journey of a rational thought, inner peace, and joy that permeates everything. It's a freedom available to every human being, no matter the circumstances. Yes, these are challenging times. Yes, so many wrongs exist. Yes, we're dealing with a new world we have to adjust to, but this is still the best of times. And however bad things may seem, they really aren't that bad. I would know. My bad meant living through war, living in a refugee camp, and having a father be thrown and tortured in a concentration camp. I know what it's like to live and be in a real existential danger of being killed on a daily basis when dodging snipers is an actual thing 
or when if you don't run fast enough, a missile could mean your death. I've experienced true danger and yet I didn't even come close to many others who experienced even worse. Yes, compared to that, there are people experiencing worse and that made me feel better. Pandemic forced lockdown, lack of social contact, economic hardship and fear of loved ones getting sick, some even dying, all real. But as we look back, none of the grim forecasts and projections have come to pass and we know now that this pandemic is not as deadly as the majority for the majority of the humans. And I have data to back it up um, if anyone wants to discuss this further. But please wake up, open up your own eyes and do your own research. But listen, I get it. My husband lost his job during the lockdown and I lost all my contracts for months. And we were both without our usual income. Zero. Nada. That's not pleasant. We felt like any American who lost its livelihood. And we could have focused on that and we could have started worrying about the future and how this will end and how we're going to make ends meet. Oh, should this continue? But we didn't. Both of us lived through a war and both of us come from developing and poor countries. And because we knew hardship many times in our lives, we simply knew that somehow we're going to be okay. We knew because been there, done that. And my beautiful human, I know that you are going to be okay. I affirm and declare that. Life gave us the most valuable thing to my husband and I that a human can have during a hardship. And a thing, by the way, that can only be developed during a hardship, and that is resilience. That's what we're all being given right now. A trait that every human needs because life is full of hardship. But we remain unprepared because we have gotten too comfortable and we seek to avoid any pain at all costs. And yet, 2020 and 2021 could give us a gift of developing the muscle fully required for all of life's challenges bound to meet us at some point. More than that, this could be the most wonderful, productive, and existential year of our lives if we choose that. So, my beautiful human, I ask and I pray that if you hear this and if you listen to this, that it strikes a chord inside of you and that you choose today to focus on the silver linings and then you choose today to do one thing that's going to make you feel better and you choose to do one thing to increase your consciousness, increase your vibration and be in a place where you're going to see the world as you are so that the more stable you become, the more rooted, like a tree, so deeply rooted, you may not sway with the winds of the negative news or what someone says. You are strong, you are resilient, you are beautiful, and you are light. And I'm here to remind you of that. And to remind myself of that through saying this. I hope that this resonated. I hope that this brought peace. I hope that this becomes an activator for a different day and a different tomorrow and a different future. And as always, 
I am sending you so much love. May this recording emanate so much light and love and vibration that immediately uplifts anyone who listens and everyone in its surroundings. So much love, so much peace, and so many blessings. May you expect them today, tomorrow, and for the rest of your lives. So much love for you all. Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.